This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. I'm going to call this the birthday episode. (laughs) I just spent uh, my 34th birthday in a chair getting gorgeous. (laughs) Got glammed from head to toe. I talked all about it in Patreon. Um, So if you guys have not heard that yet, uh, I basically had this idea of, um, that I've been wanting to do and I've been pushing it off, but I've been wanting to do this photo shoot for such a long time. And, you know, I just, it was always something like, well, well, if I get pregnant or what if I did this and what if I did that? I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And I'm so happy with the way that I looked and the, the way that I felt. Um, and I just want to thank you all so much for the birthday wishes. You guys like, literally made my day. You know, you know, when you were younger or like a time in your life when like you didn't really care about your birthday and like you don't care for the messages, but like some, like you kind of do, <laughs> like no one really messages you and like some people forget and then like, like your phone doesn't get really get blown up. You're kind of like, oh, that was kind of sad. You guys came through. You guys showed me so much love and I just, I wish I can show it back to you. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you. It was really, it was such a great day. Um, so from getting glammed and, and doing, you know, a beautiful shoot for the, the reason why I did the photo shoot was because I just needed content for, for the show and, um, for the website and everything and just like things that I, that I want to do in the future. And, and honestly, not just that I, I wanted to do it for myself and I was talking about it again on Patreon, but I was saying how if you have a business or if you are, have a, have a product or a brand or whatever it is, and you feel sort of like in a rut, I really, really highly suggest you, um, booking a photo shoot. Um, you don't have to spend a fortune but get creative with it and have fun. Take some bomb photos of you or the product or whatever it is, the business. Um, because I swear seeing photos like that and making it like, like having like a tangible item like that in front of your face, it makes you feel less of an imposter syndrome. It revives your creativity and it just motivates you to keep going. So I just, I highly, highly suggest it. Um, 
and it's, and it's fun and it's fun. And it's something that we can look back on, you know, when we're older and say like, that was like a moment in time, you know, and I think that's why taking photos like this is so important. Um, so shout out to Devin, my photographer, um, Riri on Instagram as well. Um, Roya, she, she was amazing. She did my hair, that freaking Kardashian glamorous hair and, uh, Christian, the OC Mua, um, on Instagram, like he did my makeup bomb, 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 bomb. I've never looked like that in my life. <laughs> I probably never will. Well, m- maybe my wedding. I'm hoping th- that to me was almost like in my head, like a little trial run of like what my wedding is going to be like my, my wedding glam. Um, because I really want to look like that on my wedding day, like holy Toledo. That was amazing. I really felt like I went from being like, <laughs> I was saying, I was saying on the show, I was like, you know, you know how they say like, you're not, you're not ugly. You're just poor. Like I've never felt that more in my life. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. This is my potential. Like we all have that potential. My God. Oh, it's just so good. I went from like the Goonies to, to a Kardashian. It was so, so nice. So nice. Um. Anyways, and then honestly, I my sisters were like, you cannot go home with that glam. Like that, you look too bomb to go home. So they met me for um, some dinner and drinks uh, right by the water at Lido Marina Village at Lido Bottle Works. And, and then Riley came and um, and I was, I was talking again about it on Patreon. Sorry, guys. Uh, but he was um, like not really – I think it was a lot for him at first like when I showed up. <laughs> He was like, like just staring at me like, huh? Okay. (laughs) And then by the end of the night, he was like, hell yeah. So, you know, it all worked out. (laughs) And I was like, well, listen, this is what I'm going to be walking down the aisle to. So if you don't like this face and this hair, that's a problem. You got to tell me now because, um, this is, this is what I'm intending to look like down the aisle. So, and we are really looking at Mexico. It's, I'm going to have Sam on the show because um, we want we to like dive into all the wedding stuff, but we really do want to get in, get married in Mexico, I think. That's sort of like the plan because if we go too far, like if we go to Europe, it's going to be a very, very small wedding and my half of my family doesn't talk to the other half, so it would be a very awkward wedding. So I can't have it too intimate. That's just, that's the problem. Um, so I think that if we, and if we stay local, it's too expensive. And honestly, I'm not trying to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding. Like that's just outrageous. Um, you know, I think when you're younger and you don't have responsibilities and kids and you don't really know what, how hard life is, you're like, yeah, let's, I want a big wedding and my parents are going to pay for it. And you know, I don't know, you're living like in a la la land and May, thankfully, I guess that we did things like backwards and we bought a house first and we have a kid. And now we like know what like a dollar, like the value of money <laughs> means. I'm like, yeah, let's not have a crazy ass wedding because, um, I'd rather spend that on like, you know, a new air conditioning <laughs> or like a new AC. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just like mama's got to watch where we spend her money and his money. (laughs) So, so we're thinking staying here is going to be a little too expensive. 
So we're thinking Mexico is like a happy medium. It's still culturally, it's still like in, you know, in our, in our, in our world, it makes sense for us. Riley's obsessed with Mexico now. He goes once. Now he's obsessed. Um, I've always loved, you know, having mariachis and having this sort of, you know, a very like not authentic as in like, um, you know, like traditional, but I, I do like the idea of incorporating my roots and where I came from. And I think that if I can do it for, you know, less money, <laughs> then it's a win-win. And I think a lot of my family and friends could make it to Mexico versus Europe. I think that's a little bit more reasonable. And honestly, we're not bringing, we're not going to like have all the kids involved, like friends, kids. Um, I don't know. There's something about going to a wedding and I love it when there's like a bunch of kids and they're dancing and it's having, and they're having fun. But I also kind of love when there's no kids because then the parents can have fun and they're not just like chasing their child and then having to deal with meltdowns and then having to leave the wedding early. I don't know. There's something about it. So I think what we're going to do is just have like our children, like immediate family and then all friends and all, you know, everyone else can leave their babies at home. That makes me feel a little bit better because I feel like that way they can make a little vacation out of it, go for, you know, three days, go to Mexico. Like, I don't know. I think it, I think that's the way to go. And maybe it's not, but this is what I want. <laughs> uh, I'm already a wedding, uh, uh, what is it? A Godzilla bride, bridezilla. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. I feel like we don't have any location yet. We don't know, you know, the venue. We don't know dates. We don't know any of that, but we just know we're like slowly talking about it. And then last night, as I'm in full glam in my bed, uh, I, I didn't take out my extensions last night. <laughs> so I slept like a mummy and it was actually very painful because there's like about 55 tracks in my hair. Uh, and, and like the weaves are just, it's insane. The amount of hair that's in, that's in my head. Um, and so I, but I did leave my lashes up, but I washed my face off. So I'm laying there and I'm like, what if we just go to the courthouse? I was like, hear me out. What if we just go to the courthouse and we only have like immediate family, like, like mother, father, siblings, and then kids have like, and we'll do like a dinner after the courthouse. And like, it could still be a really pretty dinner. And then at least we're married and then we can like take our time planning the wedding and, and doing, you know, doing things right now, like rushing a wedding. Cause honestly, like we were talking, I'm like, we could, I, I could totally see us just getting married. Like if, if money weren't an issue and finding a venue that wasn't, you know, three years booked out, but wasn't an issue, I would get married like this summer or like in a month. Like I am down to get married tomorrow. Um, but obviously that's not the case because you know, shit's expensive. So I was like, yeah, why don't we just do the courthouse thing and then have like a nice dinner afterwards. And then we can just take our time with, with the wedding. And he wasn't, he didn't say no to it, but, um, I don't think he loves the idea of doing like a courthouse thing, but I mean, you got to go there, sign anything, sign away the, or <laughs> sign, away, sign your life away. Right. Um, I'm like, you have to go there anyways. Anyways, that's where we're at. So I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, Anyway, so did the Lido Bottle Works thing, went to dinner, and then that was that was pretty much it. And then came home. Um, we're gonna do a 
a a 24-hour thing with my cousins um, in San Diego. So if you guys haven't heard of this or need an idea for something fun, we're not doing this, but this was a this was a runner-up uh, a sort of thing to do for my birthday. And you jet ski from Long Beach to Catalina. And some of you are like, what? And some of you are like, that's epic. Okay, you guys, I love jet skiing. It's like, it's it's something that I, if I could do it all the time, I would. It just makes me so happy. There's something about just like ramping up that, the, that jet ski and just like hauling ass in the water and like, I don't, it's just so, it's so freeing. It's so liberating. Um, and if you're on it with me, I love to throw you off. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so fun. Riley will never go on a jet ski with me because he goes, you made me, um, probably lose a testicle. And I like, I think I threw him off once. It was just so fun. It was so fun. So anyways, it's about, um, I think during the week, it's about 350 weekend is about 450. But you jet ski, it takes about two hours. You jet ski from Long Beach to Catalina. And then they, they you like stop um, in a few places and you can snorkel and you can see like some of the whales depending on the season. Some of you guys are freaked out by this. And some of you guys are like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm telling you, I am doing this this summer at some point because it sounds epic. They can take massive groups. So whether you're a group of 15 or a group of five or 20, they take big ass groups out there. I mean, imagine you and all your best friends or your family or whatever, and you guys are like jet skiing out there. How fun. This was me. This was me like begging my sister. Jessica was like, absolutely not. <laughs> She's like, I I'm not about to like lose my life for your birthday. Anyways, she ended up being on board, but it got so expensive. And anyways, we ended up not wanting to do that. But then you basically head out there and then you have a few hours on the island on Catalina. You go have lunch. You can like get a golf cart and like ride around. And then you do the two hours back. I think it sounds like an amazing time. I'm just saying, Google it. And and it'll all pop up. Amazing reviews. Um, so definitely going to do that maybe this summer, but God, so fun. Anyways, we're doing San Diego instead. We got, we're going to La Jolla. My cousin lives out in La Jolla. Um, and so we're just going to sort of do a brunch and like day drink and you know how that goes. We'll probably be back at the hotel by like five o'clock wasted, but it's okay. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be low key. Last year I rented that house this year. We're doing La Jolla. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to make this like a tradition where every year for my birthday, the same cousins, the same family members get together with our spouses and significant others, um, and just have a grand old time. Um, there was something that I saw on Instagram and it was called the blue zone theory. And I bring this up because I feel like this year, 34, I'm really I love aging, by the way. You know how people are like, oh, I'm so old. You're not old. You're 32. Rebecca, <laughs> you know, like you're 28. You're not old. Like, oh my God, I'm so old. Like when you're 85, you can say, okay, honey, I'm old. <laughs> like 
fine, fine, grandma. You can say it because you're a grandma and you are touching the grave. Okay. But if you are any younger than that, I I don't want to hear you say, I'm so old. I fucking hate that. You're not old. And guess what? Aging is inevitable. So embrace it. Okay. Embrace it. Like if you keep saying you're old, you're going to look old and you're going to feel old too. Okay. So you're not old. You're young as shit. And guess what? When you are in your 70s and your 80s, you're going to be like, oh, why did I say I was old when I was 52? I was not old. So please stop saying you're old. That is that that is old. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm 34 and I'm not old. And I'm and I am loving it. I feel like aging is so beautiful, especially if you can, if you can be graceful doing it and you can, you know, just embrace the age, embrace the number, embrace where you are in life. And, um, you know, for me, I feel like this is, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm calling this like my happy era because I genuinely feel like happy. And it's very hard to say that sometimes. Um, because sometimes we feel like we almost have to be like self-deprecating of like, oh, you know, it could be better or like, oh, I could, I could be making more money or, oh, I could be, no, it's fine. Embrace where you are. I'm good. Like I feel so happy right now. I have, you know, a healthy little girl and a fantastic fiance who I get to hopefully call my husband soon. And this beautiful home that we were able to buy in a crazy time in a crazy, um, market and in a, epic location in Orange County. Um, so many things to be grateful for. And I feel like I have you guys, I have this community that, that we've sort of, you know, come up together and built together. And I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to meet you guys very soon. I want to do an event in June so I can like physically see your faces and hug you guys and kiss you guys and, and just like tell you how much I appreciate you and finally put a face to the stories that I've heard. Um, and we can all hang out and have fun. And I just, I'm really stoked about like where I am. And I hope that you guys can also have that same just, um, gratefulness in your life. And I know, you know, hard times are, are always ahead of us and are always sort of looming, but you know what? That's why I feel like I'm good right now. And I want to, I want to remember that. Um, and that's why this, these photos were so important to me because I felt like there's never going to be a good time. I'm never going to be, you know, I could always be thinner or have better skin or, you know, oh, if you have a breakout, oh, I'm going to push it off because I, no, just do it. Take the photo, right? Press play, send the message, do the thing. And I'm doing it. And I am, I am just telling you that it feels really damn good. Um, getting back to the blue zone thing. I'm saying this all because I saw this thing and it was called the blue zone theory, which is basically this blue zones are regions in the world where people are claimed to live or have recently lived longer than average. Okay. There are five blue zones that have been sort of pointed out and it. There's one in Japan, one in Italy, one in uh, Costa Rica, Greece, and Loma Linda, California. Can you believe that? I'm about to drive my ass to Loma Linda. So what does this mean? Okay. So the blue zone theory here is, is like the power of the nine principles. 
of how to live a longer life, okay? And it says, the bullet points, move naturally, right? Like moving your body, having purpose, downshifting, meaning like take time to relax, nap, pray. Uh, your It's, it's majority plant-based. They say it's about 80% plant-based. Um, enjoying time with your friends. It, 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 this thing is like wine at five, right? Just like, like relaxing, like not being so, um, feeling as though, you know, life has to be all based around, around work and the hustle and bustle and whatever. It's like remembering to relax and enjoy your life and having the right tribe. And this is what reminds me the right tribe. So having, um, you know, having certain friends shapes your behaviors. It shapes, you know, you are who you hang out with type of thing. It is that, right? Um, loved ones first and belonging and having faith-based, um, having something to sort of believe in. And I just loved all of this because it's so freaking true. And it's like, if if that's all it takes to live, obviously not all it takes, but if that's what it takes to live, um, a longer life. Oh, an 80% rule. People in blue zones areas stop eating when their stomachs are 80% full and eat their smallest meal in the early evening. The plant slant. Beans are the cornerstone of most uh, of most people's diets. So, right? So vegetables, fruits, and whole grains around um, so the rest of your diet, and then meat is eaten in the smallest amounts. The the wine at five meant moderate um but regular consumption of, of wine um, with friends and or food is part of the blue zone lifestyle. Belonging, being part of, um, of a faith-based community adds four to 14 years to your life expectancy. I mean, I think it's just so beautiful that like this, that is, that is, I feel like the, the basis of of what life is about. And I think then we get like boggled down by, by, by society and feeling like we need to, you know, be successful, you know, at at a certain degree and, and make all this money and look a certain way. And it's like, we forget the, the basics and these are the basics, whether or not this theory is true. It's, I feel like these are, it's so important. And I just, I'm reminded of that, you know, on my birthday this year, because I I feel like I have you know, my close friends and family, I have you guys. I feel like I have all these things that I feel make me just more youthful and 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 vibrant and you know, feeling young um and happy. And I feel like that's what life is all about. Um, so I just wanted to say that. So maybe like look it up, write it down, remember what's important um in life. And that's that. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Okay, guys, as moms, you know, I think we all get it. Like we need bags that do more, right? It's not just about having that toddler tote (laughs) or the baby tote um, and and just it being, you know, diaper bags and hideous bags. You need a bag that holds your stuff too. And you want it to be chic and you want it to be gorgeous. And that's why I love shopping base. Um, They have the best rollers, accessories and premium diaper bags 
that address all of our baby mama needs. Base makes the ultimate non-diaper diaper bag to serve every busy mom's needs while catering to aesthetic dreams. I have my bag, which I love. It's honestly now my gym bag. It pretty much has like two things of Piper, just like her extra clothes and then all of my stuff. It's so perfect. <laughs> it has every uh, compartment department you need and I am obsessed with it. Base diaper bags comes complete with every essential needed for busy days. Diaper changes included. Um, each bag was designed with a changing pad and a specific pocket for your diapers and wipes. And you know, like when you're, um, like your baby has like a little accident and then you don't know where to throw away the diaper. They have a little area for that. They thought of everything. This is a diaper bag that does more. They have insulated by um, bottle holders and trolley pass through for travel and a teething ring that keeps your little one occupied when you're changing their diaper. It's just the ultimate lifesaver for any busy mom on the go. So right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash humble. So go to basetravel.com slash humble for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash humble. You won't regret it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, I did say I was going to do some QAs, so let's answer a few of your questions. Okay, here we go. Uh, what's the greatest lesson you've learned about yourself and life this year? You do get wiser with age. LOL. Happy birthday. Um, thank you. Her name is Heather B525. Um, what's the greatest lesson that I've learned about myself this year? I think I've learned that I am so much more powerful than I give myself credit. And and I say that because if I really set my mind to something, 
I know that I'll achieve it. And I never really, I never really believed in myself uh, growing up. And I always just had this sort of idea of who I was and what I was able to accomplish. And, and then I would do things throughout my life that I was like, oh, damn, maybe I am capable, right? Um, but, you know, we are in our, on our, in our heads so much. And I feel like this year, finally, I am in such a good state of mind and I am in such a good place. And I feel like I have done the work to get here. Um, but yeah, I think the, the biggest lesson that I've learned is that I am capable of, of anything I put my mind to. If I really, really want something, I know I'm capable. Um, and so are you guys, honestly. So just, just remember that. Let's see. What's another one? Um, how do you feel looking back on the last five years? I personally have loved watching you grow. Thank you. That sort of goes in the same line, right? Of just like believing in yourself, not feeling um, like you're not good enough and um, allowing yourself to make mistakes, to learn, to grow, um, forgiving others, right? And, and having a plan. I think it's good to have a plan. I think it's good to say, okay, I want to be here in this amount of time, or I want, I want like setting goals for yourself. Right. Cause I think that's what, that's what it's about. It's about constantly learning and growing and evolving. And I think it's beautiful when you can look back and say, damn, I've come a long way. Um, so yeah. What is your perfect indulgent day? Ooh. Um, my perfect indulgent day I think would be I love, I love a good, like, um, I love a good, like day drinking <laughs> with like my best friends or like my, like my sisters, my family. Like I love going somewhere beautiful during the day, getting dressed up, having a mimosa and just like letting loose and having fun and just like giggling the entire fucking day and just like eating and drinking and like, and you know, I know that being sober right now is like a really big thing and people are not, um, and, and, and people were loving that and honestly more power to you, but like mama, mama likes to have a good time. <laughs> so that's my indulgent day. I feel like, and then like kind of like coming home and like putting on your pajamas and like, I know you're like wasted at that point, but like maybe like watching a movie. I don't know. It's just like a day of like literally not giving a shit and just like letting loose. My, my cousin, Tanya, who you guys know, she loves like letting loose Natalie. Like she loves brunch Natalie. Um, cause I just, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm like a little uptight most of the time. And, and like those days I just really let go. It's very, very fun. Um, do finances ever stress you out? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And I feel like that is mainly the driver of anxiety and, um, and feeling like holding value to the dollar, to myself, like my own personal value and that being directly correlated to money, I think is always, yeah. I mean, I went to college. I went, so I basically, I went to high school. I went to Diamond Bar High and I didn't want to go to um, a traditional college. I didn't want to, I didn't want to take my LSAT or not my LSATs, my SATs and I don't know. I just, I was never really a schoolgirl. Um, 
I, I just, I wasn't a test taker. I, I didn't like the idea of school. I always was missing school. Um, it just wasn't my thing. And I always got a lot of anxiety from it. And so the idea of going to college was just never really my thing. And I ended up going to community college just to sort of appease everyone around me. And I could never pass history. <laughs> no, was it history? It was not history. I lied. It was, um, it was uh, like government. I fucking hated government. Like, honestly, like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand it. And like legislate, like legislations and um, like fucking the Senate. And like, <laughs> I am a titty when it comes to that. Titty just means like an idiot. I am, I just don't understand it. I can't grasp it. And like, I could never pass it. And I was like, fuck this. I hate that. I hate this. And it's things we honestly should know. And I just, I couldn't wrap my brain, like my brain around it. Now I obviously know a little bit more, but like back then I was like, I just was not having it. Anyways, uh, community college was very short lived. <laughs> And I was going through this thing of like, what am I doing with my life? Like, where am I going? And my mom, and this was like, like Laguna Beach was like big back then. Remember, remember, um, Lauren, um, was going to fit him with Whitney and like, I had seen it or whatever. And, and then my mom comes home and or to my, over to my place. Cause I was living on my own at the time. And, and she was like, um, and then she was like, what are we doing? Like, what's happening? And she's like, you're so depressed. You're not happy. Like, what do you want to do? And she was like, I, I heard of this school called Finum. I think it's up your alley. And, um, and then I saw it and I was like, Oh, I got to go there. Like, that's where I want to go. Like, that's where I belong. And so I went, I did the interview. You had to like submit, you know, it's like a whole like art thing. I submitted my project. I got accepted and I was like, fuck yes. Like this is exactly where I, where I meant to be. It was like a bunch of like, you know, like girls that were like dressed super cute and like all like major creative minds. And like fashion was just like the forefront of everyone's mind and like art, like, you know, art history, like that I loved. Like I loved that. Um, tell me about like art deco, but like, don't tell me about World War II. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> sure. I share too much with you guys. Anyways, so so I, I thrived there. I loved it. It was in LA. I was living in Orange County. And so I was like having to commute. Um, I commuted like an hour and a half every day there and back. And honestly, it was fantastic. It was such a good time. And I made, you know, a couple really good friends from there. And I just really enjoyed it. I felt like I I belonged. And that is something that with Piper, like if she doesn't want to do a traditional college, I am so not going to be the type that's like, you know, you have to go to UCLA. You have to go to USC. Um, no, like do what is is follow your passion, follow what you're good at, because that's when you're gonna serve, that's what you're gonna thrive you're going to thrive, you're going to survive, and you are going to do just fine in life. And so that is absolutely, um, after, you know, doing that myself, that's what I'm going to sort of, 
not push on her, but just like, you know, invoke in her and, and just follow your passion. So anyway, um, went to fashion, you know, fit them. I, I got my degree in visual communications. I wanted to be a celebrity stylist and I ended up, um, working with a celebrity stylist who is, I ended up connecting with years later, but she really, um, she really was so like iconic in my mind. Cause she was just like, she was young and she was cool and she was thriving. And she like was doing all the red carpets in the Oscars. And she was doing all this like movie premieres and, and she was young and she was like this Jewish cool girl with like a lisp and like, <laughs> but like so rad and like living in LA and came from money, but like also wanted to make her own money. Anyways, she was rad. Now she's doing like this really big thing called give fluencers and she has like like five freaking kids. She's just like so cool. She has four kids, but she's like just so cool. Um, and I think about her all the time because she really like was someone that I looked up to um, when I was going to school and and you know interning with her and whatnot. Anyway, so fast forward. What was the damn question? Finance. It was it was, it was the finance question. Did finance ever stress you out? Is that really what it was? <laughs> Anyway, so then I graduate and I'm working at this, at this, re at this, um, um, this retail store and, you know, I'm working in fashion and I'm doing these things. And then that's when I was, I applied for the job with Heather. Um, it was a Craigslist ad. You guys probably know the story, so I will not bore you with the details, but I apply for this, for this job. Anyways, I'm working with her. I am making about, I mean, I'm making I think like $200 a week or something. I'm making like 800 bucks a month. And I don't know how I'm surviving, but I'm surviving. And there was something about, you know, working there and being, you know, involved in this whole industry that I was like, I love this. I love, I love that I was helping her. I love that I was still be, you know, being able to like plan these parties and get creative. And, and obviously, you know, the job, uh, description ended up growing immensely. But like when I first started, I was so young and, I just loved being in that entertainment industry. I loved also just like being like her right hand and feeling needed and feeling, um, again, like I was, like I was being super helpful. And I think that that's sort of my calling at the end of the day is like, I want to help people. And I want to, um, that like that to me feels very purposeful and, and like fulfilling. So, um, I, I was making like no money, you know, and then obviously I ended up making money after that <clears throat> because my growl my role grew, my role, my role grew. And so I ended up making, you know, very good money and, um, I feeling incredibly successful in my own right, coming from sort of nothing to that. And, um, you know, growing these, these businesses and essentially, you know, um, you know, her little empire that, that ended up, you know, doing very well. And so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that. And I just, I, I wanted to continue to do that. And so going from that and having all this money to then not having money, well, really like losing, you know, my job and starting from scratch. Thankfully I had a little bit of money saved, but you know, I had to go on unemployment and that is like, major anxiety inducing. You know what I mean? Because it's like, holy shit, you know, you were making all this money. You were feeling like you're on top of the world and very independent and, you know, 
especially in like a relationship, you know, you're, you're bringing in a lot of money into, you know, to the table and, and together you guys are making good money and all this stuff. And so going from that to nothing was just like a major, uh, just, it just shook my entire foundation. And so I had to really, and remember that was pretty much all my twenties. Like that was my main job, all my twenties. So that's all I knew. And so then, you know, having nothing, it just made me feel like my value was nothing. And okay, that that's okay. Now I'm bringing it full circle. Now I remember what I started with because the value and my value, um, being directly correlated sort of to this dollar amount. And so I realized, okay, this is my time to do something that I love and hopefully money will sort of come from that. Um, obviously you can't be naive and just like, you know, not have a plan, but, um, but yes, finances really stressed me out. They've always sort of been on the forefront. Um, because I've, I've always wanted a certain lifestyle and a certain life and, and financial freedom. And so it's, it's almost like, well, how do I get there? You know? Um, and so anyways, I'm, I, I hope I'm not just like rambling because I feel like I'm rambling now, but, um, but I had to get on my, on my feet and I had to figure out a plan and I did. And I feel like when you follow your passions and you follow, um, what makes you happy, I think money follows. Um, and, and I, I, I'm hoping that that's sort of the trajectory and I'm, and I'm really not trying to, um, stress out about money as much anymore, but you know, if we end up hitting this recession or like people say, we're going to, yeah, I mean, money causes a lot of stress. Um, and I wish it didn't, but unfortunately it does. So I think that it's just about being smart, making smart decisions with your money, um, diversifying your portfolios, investing where you can, um, and, and investing in yourself. That's the, that's the most important thing. It's the biggest investment you can ever do because you are the only person that no matter recession, it's recession proof, right? Um, the knowledge you have and you know, the, the more education, and I know I come from saying that I don't like school, but as I get older, I'm realizing that you can gain knowledge in other ways. Um, you know, Riley and I took a Harvard class and, and in business, and it was so incredibly, um, opening, and it really reinvigorated us to like, want to learn and read more books and, and, and really grow. And so, um, you know, invest in yourself. Cause I think that that also gives you, it, it lessens your fear of finance because I feel like then you're more empowered and you know what you're doing with your money and you know how to grow your money. Um, and look right now, like it's, we have so much information at our fingertips, podcasting, um, and, and, and these Ted talks and, um, all these, all these different, um, places that we can actually gain knowledge. I feel like is mind blowing. And so we really have no excuse to say, I don't know something because you, if you just Google it, you will learn it. Um, but again, not really on topic of finance, but sort of on, on topic of finance. But yeah, that's where I that's where I stand. And so I feel like I feel definitely better now, but it's always sort of a work in progress as far as not feeling the need to um, be a billionaire, but also not wanting to be uh, homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's 
it's learning to have a really good relationship with money and the idea of money. Um, all right. I can do a part two to all these. There's so many good questions and I will continue that. I just sort of went on a tangent here, but, and I'm running out of time, but, um, I love you guys. Thank you again for all of the birthday, uh, wishes and for the love and for this community and for the support. I love you all very, very much. I cannot wait to meet you guys and see you guys. Hopefully in June, I will, um, I will give you guys more details on that. Um, and if you haven't been part of Patreon, if you want to be a part of it, you guys can go to um, my Instagram or my website, Natalie Poucher, and, and go join. I talk a lot more in depth over there. Um, and that's it. I love you guys all so much. Thank you. And remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.